world f- <laughs> world famous actor and wrestler The Rock has not been seen in public recently. Is it because he's taken a little bit of time off or is it because he has no more legs? His legs fell off. This is an actual This is an actual conspiracy theory. Does The Rock still have his legs? It's so bizarre. And then and then we travel to Utah to take a look at one of the most bizarre press conferences in recent memory where the Utah County attorney took the stage and proclaimed he does not eat babies. Today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host Jason Garbiner. I'm having a great day. I hope you guys are having a great day too. I hope you guys are having tons of fun out there in the world. We got a ton of stuff to cover, so we're going to get started right away. First off, walking into Dead Rabbit Command right now is a longtime Patreon supporter. Everyone, get on your feet and give it up for Kaz Montague. Woohoo! Yeah, come on in, come on in, Kaz Montague. Walking into Dead Rabbit Command. Longtime Patreon supporter, always active on the Patreon Discord, Kaz. It is always good to have you into Dead Rabbit Command, and you're going to be our captain, our pilot for this episode. If you guys can't support the Patreon, I totally get it. Just help spread the word about Dead Rabbit Radio. That helps out so much. Kaz, let's go ahead and toss you the keys to the Dead Rabbit Dirgible. We're going to leave behind Dead Rabbit Command. Elias all the way out to Hollywood. Taking that beautiful blimp out. Hopefully they don't get shot down. Hopefully no one thinks it's from China. I'm going to save this for this first story. I came across this conspiracy theory, and it was so ridiculous that I did not save I didn't actually, like, archive it, which is what I normally do. Like, I'll ar- archive it, or I'll, I'll very least bookmark it so I can go back to it. I saw this, and I was so perplexed by it, but I go, this is also so ridiculous. I'm not going to talk about this on my podcast. And little did I know that then for the next two, three weeks... I've been thinking about this almost nonstop, almost nonstop, to the point that I originally wasn't even going to cover this segment for this episode. I had something else ready to go, and I said, I have to cover this. I have to cover this now, because then it will be funnier when it turns out not to be true, but who knows? Who knows in the world of conspiracy theory? Let's take a look at this, and please, to all of the internet censors out there, they keep a pretty good hands-off thing to the podcast. Now that we're not not on YouTube, I can talk a lot about different stuff. But I'm not saying that this conspiracy theory is true. I'm just saying I find it highly amusing. Let's take a look at it. It actually involves human grief and suffering. This conspiracy theory starts off like this. There is... This is super interesting because I do have to kind of lay this out. Blood clots. Blood clots or a thing. Originally, people just thought they were words shouted out by Jamaican rappers, but it turns out that blood clots can actually happen to you or me. I thought I might have had blood clots last week because I was showing symptoms of having blood clots. Now, you can get blood clots from all sorts of different things, but two things that can give you blood clots, I, I will say that to varying degrees, okay, <laughs> to varying degrees, 
You can get blood clots. You can have blood clotting problems from COVID-19 itself. And I actually went and I found a medical journal that stated that before the first vaccines were ever rolled out. The, the earliest thing we have about COVID causing blood clots, and it's very rare, but there was a paper published in June of 2020. So this was way before the vaccine rollout. COVID-19 causes blood clots. There have also, despite the fact that people were told, no, 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 everything's safe, there have also been, in a very small amount of cases, blood clots caused by vaccines, COVID-19 vaccines. So both of those things can be true. They're both very rare, but we have had documented cases of people getting blood clots from vaccines, COVID-19 vaccines, and we've had people getting blood clots who were not vaccinated from COVID-19 itself. So both of those things can be true at the same time. And I'll put all those links in the show notes. What we're looking at here is this conspiracy theory is coming from the COVID-19's cause blood clots and it's going to wipe out humanity. The COVID-19s are actually a plot to depopulate the planet Earth. That That's where we're at in this conspiracy theory. So you figure... Everyone who's got the COVID-19 vaccine at one point is going to die, according to this conspiracy theory. See, this is what I get to talk about when I'm not on YouTube. Spotify might have a problem with this as well. I'm not saying this conspiracy theory is true. I don't think the vaccines were a depopulation agent at all. I don't think that's what they were designed for. But this conspiracy theory comes out of that. And this, this, is, this is a fantastic conspiracy theory. It's someone who loves to study conspiracy theories because it you can never be wrong. People who believe this conspiracy theory, what we're about to get into right now, they can't be wrong. Let's go back to, and again, I didn't plan on doing this, but I can't stop thinking about it. Recently, Jeremy Renner, actor, guy, he was in a bunch of stuff, his Marvel movies and Born Identity stuff. Anyways, Jeremy Renner is riding a snowplow at his property. And from what we understand, he got out of the snowplow. This wasn't like a Charlie Brown snowplow pulled by a puppy. This was a this was basically like an industrial snowplow. He had all of the I guess he loves heavy equipment. He has all these different vehicles that he used at his own property to plow his own snow because he liked it. People go, he's so rich, he could have hired someone to do it. Why was he snowplowing that day? Well, anyways, he was snowplowing that day. Maybe he gets off on it. Maybe it's his fetish. I don't know. But he was snowplowing that day, and it basically rolled over on him. It kind of chewed him up. And he's doing okay. We've just never... And it's none of our business. At the end of the day, it's his own private medical stuff. But it's never been released. And the early reports was like he sustained massive damage to his lower body. And it was a giant piece of equipment. So that would make sense. That popped up really quickly in the conspiracy theory community. People go, oh, that's not what happened. That's a cover story because Jeremy Renner's legs fell off due to blood clots. He did, took the COVID-19 vaccine and he got blood clots in his legs and they fell off. And the Hollywood elite, the media is like, how are we going to explain? How are we going to explain that this Marvel superhero no longer has legs I know we're going to crush him with this giant piece of machinery. But I guess the story is he never got crushed in the first place. Forget all the medical, you know, people seeing the helicopter come down in the area. No, those are the blood clots. The blood clots were flying the helicopter. He had blood clots in his legs. They had to remove one or both legs. And people go, well, people are going to wonder where his legs went. So the snowplow was a cover story. 
And I remember reading that back when it happened, and I go, okay, I mean, <laughs> that would be quite the cover story. It would make sense. You would wonder why your favorite actor no longer had legs. If just one of the day, he just didn't have legs. You would wonder, a good cover story. But I don't. I, I wish Jeremy the best. I wish Jeremy's best recovery. We don't know how bad the injuries are. At the end of the day, it's really none of our business. Like, I don't need to know the HIV status of a celebrity or whether or not Jeremy Renner has legs. That's his business. I mean, obviously, we would find out eventually. But... I read that. I go, that makes sense. I could see the conspiracy theory community looking at that accident and saying, no, it was blood clots. And they had to explain why his legs fell off. But then recently, I'm going to scour my computer database, my history, my bookmarks. I did it last night, but I'm going to look even harder. Because maybe about two weeks ago, I found a new conspiracy theory that says The Rock, famous wrestler Dwayne The Rock Johnson star of Fast and Furious, and what was that other movie he was recently in that I saw? Oh, Black Adam, I enjoyed that. Star of all these movies, The Mummy Returns, or The Mummy is Back, whatever one that was, and his legs are gone. His legs are gone. And you go, wait, I don't remember him <laughs> plowing any snow. How did he lose his legs? Well, apparently, this conspiracy theory is blood clots took his legs off. Like, here is a guy whose peak fitness... Right, he lifts a lot, and his, you out of everyone to not lose their legs due to blood clots, you would assume it was the healthiest, but that's not how blood clots work. But apparently, they don't matter if you're healthy or not. Well, here's the thing: let's back up. I don't know if the Rock still has his legs. This conspiracy theory started going around that the reason. So this all came out of. This all came out of one thing. So The Rock was supposed to, or there was a rumor that The Rock was going to wrestle at an upcoming WrestleMania, like 38 or 39. It's going to be a huge return. Black Adam didn't do that well. His vision for the future DC movies got swept aside. Henry Cavill was fired. All this stuff. And so he's like, fine, if I can't make movies, I'm going to spend some time wrestling. I'm going to go back and do what I love. He was, or that's the rumor, right? We don't know for sure that he was going to make this appearance. Well, his, I think they're cousins. His cousin, Roman Reigns, who's another wrestler, recently went on a talk show and he said, he squashed the rumors and he goes, The Rock will not be wrestling at a, a upcoming WrestleMania. And the host is like, why? And Roman goes, he's not in wrestling shape. And everyone kind of laughs at that because, again, he's so fit, right? He's so fit. And Roman goes, there's a difference between being in shape and being in wrestling shape. Because in wrestling shape, you know, it's it's super acrobatic. You're doing all this cardio. You're picking people up, throwing them over your head. If you're just muscular and you're kind of flexing your muscles for a movie, spoiler alert, he's not actually flying around in Black Adam. He's just walking around and then everything else is special effects. You're like, what? I didn't know that. I thought that was documentary. Um, he's not in shape. He's not in shape to wrestle. And out of that statement, a conspiracy theory was born. The real reason why The Rock won't wrestle at WrestleMania 38 or 39, whichever one it is, is because he doesn't have legs anymore. Now, this conspiracy theory was put forward by someone said he was a member of the rocks inner circle he was the stone he was just the stone on the side and he goes listen i'm a member of rocks inner circle and i gotta tell you 
The Rock doesn't have legs anymore. He had been feeling ill for a while, and he had blood clots in his legs, and it was too late to... They saved his life. They had to remove his legs. So that's why he's not in wrestling shape. You do... I'm sure there are wrestlers without legs, honestly, worldwide throughout the history of wrestling. I'm sure there are wrestlers without legs, but... Again, it would be shocking if The Rock showed up to WrestleMania 38 and he didn't have legs. People would wonder about that. People would really be confused. And so that's why he's... I mean, they don't have an answer for that, right? They're not like The Undertaker took him. And if he wins the Rage in the Cage match, The Undertaker will give them back. Nothing like that. You're going to build him into the storyline. His just legs are gone. So instead of confronting that until they can come up with a good story, they're just going to say The Rock's not ready to wrestle. What I love about this conspiracy... First off, this is a great conspiracy theory because it, it is built on people's fears. The idea of getting blood clots, like I said, I had to deal with that last week. and Maybe that's why this story's been so on my mind, but I had to deal with that last week. And I don't have blood clots, but there was a concern about it because I was having symptoms that I had never had before. And the only thing they pointed to was blood clots. There was no, we still don't know what it is. It might be like a nerve issue. But the only thing was, I kept getting these warm sensations in my legs. Couldn't figure it out. So they said, let's just test you for blood clots. It's scary, right? Whether or not you've gotten the vaccine, you could be afraid that you're going to get blood clots from the vaccine. You can be afraid you're going to get blood clots from COVID or both, right? It's nothing exists in a vacuum. So it's scary. Two, it's super efficient. This is a great conspiracy theory because you never have to be proven right or wrong on it. This conspiracy theory is constructed in such a way that if now you see The Rock with both of his legs, it's Hollywood magic. They're fake. They're CGI legs. Someone else is holding him up and walking behind him in a green suit, and then they just... You know, give him give him legs. Give him computer graphic legs. There you go. People will say, "Have you ever seen The Rock in person? Have you ever t- have you ever touched his legs to make sure your hand didn't pass through them? Are you sure it's not some sort of lawnmower man like illusion? You never have to be proven wrong. If Jeremy Renner has not lost his legs, or at least the use of them, it would be a miracle." From how this injury was described, this giant vehicle rolling over on his lower half, and I, I remember when I, you know, because the new, it was in the news for a while. I was thinking about it, and I thought, he, on obviously, if he lost one or both of his legs, you would just whatever the audience would be like, whatever they'd CGI them in. You still want to carry the character of Hawkeye along? I know he had another television show called like The Mayor of Boomtown or Town of the Booms, something like that. Um, you just have him sitting in a chair the whole time because he's like just like a journalist or a mayor, mayor maybe. Maybe he's the town itself. Maybe the entire movie takes place on his chest. I don't know. But you would have, you could just have him sitting down. And you can have in a show being like, yeah, he lost his leg. You could easily work that into a drama, a superhero show. You would kind of want to explain it. I don't know, maybe Kang shot him with a beam. Nobody would care. We'd obviously feel bad that he went through it, but he's fine, right? He's fine. And they would just CGI stuff in because they would have an explanation for it. I do believe that this piece of machinery rolled over on Ron, not Ron Jeremy. It's a whole different story, but uh, Jeremy Renner. 
the rock thing, if he just all of a sudden didn't have legs, it would be weird because they would have to explain it. And what would you, how would you explain the rock not having legs? <laughs> now, here's the thing, you probably don't have to. He probably has both of his legs, but he has been AWOL for a while now. It's been a couple weeks after the whole DCU getting shut down and the Black Adam movie. I enjoyed it, but it didn't do as well as it could have. And then the wrestling, he has—he hasn't been seen publicly apparently for like three weeks. So that's why these rumors are getting born, and it kind of sucks, right? Like you want a vacation, you're the Rock, you want a vacation, but you decide just stay inside, right? Lift weights, maybe, maybe just keep doing that thing that you always do, and no one sees you. So then the rumor goes around that your legs are gone. I mean, that's a pretty bizarre rumor to start, but. Again, if he's seen in public, it can easily be hand-waved away with Hollywood magic. And then from going forward, when anyone famous isn't seen for a while, their legs fell off. That will be the conspiracy. That's the reason why you don't see them anymore, because they don't have legs. They're working on a cover story for it. And it's, here's the thing. I wanted to cover the First off, I wish I had said because when I first read it, I just was like, this is insane. This is almost too insane to talk about. But... Then I thought, what if, what if, what if he ne- we never see him again? And then that would just be weird, right? If just you never saw the Rock again. But then I thought, if if Rock shows up tomorrow and he has both of his legs, no, no one would care, right? Everyone would be like, yeah, that's kind of what I assumed. I hadn't seen him in a couple of weeks. He had legs, and now he has legs. Um, but I wanted to record this before he shows back up in public. Because I'm telling you, whether or not he... Wouldn't that be insane? I know his mom got in a car accident the other night. I was reading that headline. But they didn't mention anything. They didn't mention... I read the article, and at no point did they mention whether or not the rock still had his legs. It's very lazy journalism, TMZ. Um, If he doesn't show up, it'll be intriguing. That would be a mystery, right? If the rock just disappeared. That's a totally different story. But then the idea that... um, What if... You know, you listen to this episode and you chuckle along as well. <laughs> as you unsubscribe, you're like, dude, this podcast has gone way too nuts. But I'll finish listening to this segment. And then like two or three days after this podcast comes out, The Rock gets in a horrible accident. Right? Loses his legs. It's so <laughs> such a bizarre story. I mean, I'm not making fun of like Jeremy Renner and his vehicle. That's horrible. I just think it's so weird that people can go, oh, no. It's a cover story. Really, it was blood clots. It's blood clots all the way down. When anything bad happens to a celebrity and you don't see him for a while, it's blood clots. Their legs have fallen off. Fascinating. Look at the world of conspiracy theory. Kaz Montague. And <laughs> keep an eye on The Rock. Keep an eye on The Rock's career. Maybe that was The Rock posting. That's <laughs> more people would go see his next movie just to make sure he still has legs. All the trailers are just him from the waist up and people are like, hmm, now I gotta buy a ticket. I gotta buy a ticket to find out for sure. Kaz Montague, let's go ahead and toss you the keys to the Carpenter Copter. We are leaving behind Holly Weird, which is what I call it. Let's leave behind Holly Weird. Fly us all the way out to Utah. <laughs> And we're standing outside this building, just like, you know, like a governmental building. There's a press conference getting ready to be held. Grab your camera and your little press pass. We're like pushing past the other, we're pushing past the other real reporters who are like, get out of the way. Conspiracy theorists, we have priority. 
I'm pushing them aside. We're getting right up to the front. It's June 1st, 2022, and we're here for this just absolutely insane press conference. But at the time, none of the reporters here thought what was about to possibly come out of this guy's mouth. This guy is the Utah County Attorney David Levitt. He's like the lead attorney for the county. And he gets up to the podium, and he, he's the one who called the press conference in the first place. And he begins to speak. Now, for context... Let's go back to just about a month earlier. It's May 2022. And the Utah County Sheriff, Mike Smith, he says, my office, we're going to reopen this case. We've had some new developments about a cold case that we've never really stopped working, but we just didn't go anywhere. We're going to reopen it. We are going to look into allegations of ritualistic sex abuse between 1990 and 2010. He says this sex abuse of children, ritualistic sex abuse of children, was spread across several counties, including Utah County, Jawab County, and San Pete County. These stories are just like the stories coming out of the satanic panic, as the media has dubbed it, back in the 80s. But we believe that we actually have new proof That these weren't just stories, this wasn't just a moral panic, that the children in these communities were molested on a wide and ritualistic scale. It wasn't just some creepy teacher or a neighbor luring kids in with candy. This was an organized effort, and it was super creepy. It was like creepier than the normal stuff, right? Utah County Sheriff Mike Smith Reopens this case in 2022. Almost 30 years since the first allegations came out. So on June 1st, 2022, Utah County Attorney David Levitt calls this press conference. And I, I need to see if I can find an audio clip of it. I really, uh, I'm really trying to find an audio clip. But from what the, the basically from what the articles have stated... David Levitt gets up on the stand and after a few pleasantries, like, hey, everyone, thanks for coming out to this press conference. If you don't know, my name is David Levitt. I'm the Utah County attorney, and I do not eat babies. My wife does not eat babies. We have never eaten babies. We are not currently eating babies, and we never will eat babies. Any, any questions? And then the, the reporters had no idea this was going to happen. The reporters were like, yeah, we have nothing but questions. What are you talking about? You, why would you call a press conference to say you don't eat babies? Like, this makes no sense. I never thought you ate babies until you called 30 people into a room to proclaim you don't eat babies. And your wife doesn't eat babies. David Levitt says, here's why I'm bringing this up now. Here's why I feel like I have to defend myself against all these baby-eating allegations. And they're like, no one's one's alleging that. Not a single person in this room has ever heard what you're talking about. Reporters are like, what in the world? He goes, David Levitt goes, it's an election year. And my seat is one of the things people are going to be voting on. And Mike Smith, the Utah County Sheriff, is taking sides because you see 
He's dredging up all of these old charges. You know, I reopened that case last month about ritualistic sex abuse. He's trying to let you and the voters know that me and my wife used to eat babies. But we never ate babies. So this is an election year ploy. Honestly, I think Mike Smith should step down for such a dirty trick. I think that this is wrong. And I do want to go on the record one more time that I, David Levitt, and my wife have never eaten babies. So immediately, there was basically a stampede of reporters from the press conference, just like you see in those old movies where they'd run to like the payphones real quick. They all just ran into the other room and pulled out their cell phones and called the police department, the sheriff's office, and said, are you investigating... Are you investigating attorney David Levitt for eating babies? And the sheriff's office said, no, we're not. We are looking into cases of ritualistic child sex abuse. But we are not looking into the allegations of David Levitt eating babies. The reason why this is such an overreaction, because what happened was, David said, David Levitt says, when I found out there, he knew from back, because this was investigated for a long time. These, these allegations were investigated and the police didn't really have much to go on, but the complaint was out there and there was a 151-page report from a, a single witness and it had been sitting in the police department for a while. This was in like, I don't think it was like in the evidence locker, but... This And, you know, Utah County attorney, he's the highest attorney in the county. He would have access to the evidence locker. But he was able to get a copy of the 151-page report that had been submitted years and years and years ago that names him and his wife and 15 other people who were part of this ritual sex abuse cult where it talked about them eating babies. Now, the sheriff said, we are not going to comment on who and who is not under investigation, but we are not basing this new investigation off the 151-page report. He goes, that is old. I mean, it's definitely creepy. Don't take it home. Don't read it before you go to bed. It's creepy and it's horrifying. But that's not why we reopened the case. We've had that for years and years and years. That's not why we're reopening the case. We have gotten new information. A new victim has come forward and gave us stuff we didn't know previously, and that is why we're reopening the investigation. If David Levitt wants to walk around saying he's not eating babies, which, again, not a lot of people even knew that was an allegation, there was that report, that 151-page report, but I don't think they gave copies to the press back when the investigation was going on. He goes, that is not our main focus. Now, however, that 151-page report does name, because it named those 15 people, including the, the wife and the, the attorney, it does name a guy named David Hamlin. And this new focus, when the police get this new victim and they start looking into this investigation, that is who they are investigating, is this guy named David Hamlin. He was arrested in 1999. This, this type of stuff really pisses me off. This type of stuff really pisses me off, and I think it pisses off most people. David Hamlin, and I get it, 
innocent until proven guilty, all that stuff. But David Hamblin, he was a therapist. He were, he was arrested in 1999 for child sex abuse. So that was right. Remember this this ritualistic sex cult was doing stuff between 1990 and 2010. He was arrested in 1999 for child sex abuse. 18 counts. 18 counts. Doesn't necessarily mean 18 kids because each kid could be like three or four counts. But still, that's a lot. That's a lot. Whether it's 18 victims or four victims. and Anyways, the point is 18 counts is a lot. He was arrested in 1999. Charges were not officially filed until 2012. So he was arrested. You hold him overnight for a couple days. He pay, pays bail. And then he goes about his business as a therapist, having these one-on-one conversations with people in a closed room. From 1999 to 2012, the charges were not officially filed, where now we're actually going to have a trial. And then in 2014, all the charges were dropped. Now, here's the thing. He was on the list, and David Levitt was on the list as being a member of this cult. And I know your first question, this was my question too. Was Levitt the Utah County attorney when these charges were dropped? And he was not. That actually happened um, five years before Levitt was the attorney. So he start, he became the Utah County attorney in 2019. So that does absolve him from him putting his thumb on the scale and saying, hey, I know this guy, <laughs> we kind of ritually abuse kids together. Um, we're going to let him go. So he had no point in that. So you could look at David Levitt. Yeah, anyone can be named on a list of all of these people. Maybe he knows, maybe he doesn't even know David Hamlin, right? Maybe someone was just picking prominent members of the community and they all just happen to be on the same list. That's possible, right? It also, you got to throw that one out the window because David Hamlin and David Hamlin, both, both named David. I don't think there's anything there. I don't think people named David have to worry about it. But David Levitt, the attorney, and David Hamlin, the therapist, were next-door neighbors. So now you have... I mean, again, listen, you might live next door to a pervert. I hope not. I hope not, right? I hope I don't either. I know I don't, but... You might live next to a pervert, and that pervert gets arrested. Does that mean you had anything to do with it? No. Not necessarily. If your name appears in an undated document... That names you and 14 other people, including your wife, of ritualistic sex abuse. Does that 100% mean you did that? No. I mean, people can say all sorts of crazy things. And that's kind of what the sheriff was saying. He goes, listen, we have new evidence. What happened? We have new evidence against David Hamblin. We're not going to say whether or not we're investigating other people. We never do. But we think we have something to go on that we can actually make the charges stick this time. David Levitt, you know, so remember, he's being recharged in 2022. This story's happening in 2022 where David Levitt's like, no, no, I don't eat babies. I don't eat babies. So now we have a trial for what might be a co-conspirator, right? Hamblin and Levitt may be part of this child sex cult. So people ask, I mean, nobody even thought that David Levitt had any connection to any of this until he started running his mouth about how he doesn't eat babies. Nobody would have put two and two together. That old report, the police weren't even using that as a piece of evidence. They had their eyes on David Hamblin, and then he put himself right in the middle of it. David Levitt's like, I don't eat babies. He says, my office will prosecute David Hamblin to the fullest extent of the law. 
In fact, I actually prosecuted him not too long ago for killing a deer and (laughs) eating its heart and drinking its blood. That's the type of guy I am. When my next door neighbor, people are like, what are you talking about? You're saying this therapist ritualistically killed a deer? And David Levitt goes, yeah, yeah, I actually, it was poaching. That was the crime. But he was eating deer hearts and drinking their blood in the middle of nowhere. So, you know, that's kind of, that's why you should re, that's why you should reelect me. I will prosecute my neighbors if they do disgusting stuff. Well, again, he wasn't being prosecuted for drinking blood. He was being prosecuted for poaching a deer. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, if people suspect you of being a satanic child molester, you might, you might want to tamp down on the blood drinking. Just a little piece of advice. Maybe not drink so much blood. So, why is Levitt even getting caught up in any of this stuff? I mean, again, sure, he had a press conference where he declared once and for all he doesn't eat babies. Which you should just never do. I mean, you obviously don't eat the babies, but he thought he was getting in front of it, and all of a sudden he made himself this story. Is that it? Is it the fact that there's this undated report that names him along with a bunch of other people and someone who has been rearrested for child molestation? I mean, that's a bad list to be on to begin with, but is that all they have? He had this weird press conference and he's next door neighbors with a guy who drinks blood and molests kids. We have these weird quotes and these weird decisions. And this is where you kind of, any of these in a vacuum, you may be able to explain away. But let's take a look at this stuff. This first one, there's, I can't think of a way to explain away, honestly. We don't have the context for it. I found this quote in an article or two. And this is something David Levitt did say on the record, like this is an actual quote from him. I don't know what the context is. But this is what he wrote. There is no context. I mean, there might be a context, but there are certain things when your brain goes, I should say that. That's a good example. And then your brain goes, don't. Just don't. Here's a quote. He goes, quote, I mean, how do you train a dog to roll over when it's time to roll over? You do it by giving a reward and repetition. That, that's that's fair, right? Stop there. That's Your brain's telling you to stop. Uh, but David Levitt continues. I mean, how do you train a dog to roll over when it's time to roll over? You do it by giving a reward and repetition. He continues, If a man wants to program some little girl to give him oral sex anytime he wants, start young and give rewards. It's the same way you help a child learn to make their bed. What is the context for that? What is the context for that? I figured maybe he was talking about how groomers operate. But the way he says it, he goes, this is how you teach a dog. And then he goes off in this perverted and super specific example. And then he goes, yeah, or or, or make their bed. One of the two. That's creepy. That's creepy. And then when he came into, again, think about it. He knows that he is part of this alleged child sex network. He knows that that 151-page document names him. So you kind of want to do stuff that that doesn't make that seem real. When he got elected, this is so boneheaded, when he got elected as Utah County Attorney, he eliminated the Special Victims Unit, which was a dedicated team of detectives to investigate sex crimes. 
That's all they did. He closed it down. He goes, it wasn't working. <laughs> they found me and my co-conspirators. I mean, they made up that list. He goes, it wasn't working. These, uh, I think it was eight detectives. It was like four to eight detectives. He goes, they were overworked. There's so much sex abuse going on. They were overworked. And I was afraid they were going to burn out. So I canceled it. And then just made every every police officer do a little bit of sex crime stuff. I kind of, you know, spread it. Spread the madness out. And the police and therapists and all these other people said, listen, before, police especially, if a beat officer saw something that was weird, a patrolman stops a car and sees something that was weird, he would then go to the SVU and say, hey, I don't know if this is real or what, but X, Y, Z. And the special victims unit would go, that actually sounds like a, a, that actually sounds like there could be possible real child abuse going on there. Or it could be something where they go, yeah, that's kind of, we've seen that before. That's actually not child sex abuse. That's something different. I mean, you, you know what I mean? Like you would have these experts and people said the experts were gone. Now everyone just did a little bit of it and you spread it across. And David Levitt said all replace was something better and he never did. Imagine you've been accused of sexually abusing kids for 20 years as part of some weird cult. And then you, then you shut down the second. You're like, I'm totally innocent. And to prove it, I'm going to shut down experts investigating sex crimes. I'm going to let everyone do a little bit of it so nobody's perfect at it. So remember, this was an election year, and obviously none of this stuff looked good for David Levitt. He ended up losing the election. The other guy got 73% of the vote. So it, it, he basically destroyed his own career. He thought he was getting out in front of this by proclaiming it doesn't eat babies, and then all of a sudden everyone needed to know what that was, the sheriff said, I was never investigating that in the first place. We are investigating this Hamblin character. He has been recharged just in September 2022, David Hamblin. So that process is playing out now. And the sheriff has said, Sheriff Mike Smith has said, our focus after this new allegation was against David Hamblin. We do believe we have enough now to charge him successfully. And there are more arrests coming. We're not going to say who we're looking at. We're not going to say who we're not looking at. But expect us to arrest more people involved in this activity very shortly. Super bizarre story, right? I mean, it's that, that collision of true crime, conspiracy, and the paranormal, right? They, they say it was this ritualistic sex cult. They don't use a lot of words like satanic. Because it gets kind of brought into that satanic panic thing. But a group of 15 powerful people, even before David Levitt became the Utah County attorney, you have to wield some power just to be able to get up to that level anyways. And let me say too, allegedly, right, he, he may not have done, we definitely know he didn't eat babies, he proclaimed it. But fascinating story of local politics, local power, and lust. To such a degree that you prey on children. You prey on the helpless to get off. And what I'd be really interested in seeing this 151-page report. Because like, what were the actual 
allegations back then. But I'm telling you, this is something I do not, and I use it. I use the term too, just because it's a catch-all thing. But the idea of the satanic panic. You see article after article, and they're almost joking about it. They're like, "Oh yeah, remember when all of those." Weirdo conservative Christians thought there was a saint worshiper hiding around every tree and their children weren't safe and da-da-da-da. You'll see articles like that. Like, remember when... Yeah, I remember it. And you know what? Some of it was real. Some of it was real. I don't think all of it was real. But I don't think none of it was real either. And we have cases like this. That 151-page report, there may be a lot of exaggeration in it. I'm not saying that report's 100% authentic, but just across the United States, you had a time period from the 1970s into the 1990s where you had these allegations of, and this is what I, I, we got to wrap it up because otherwise I'll go on forever about this, but we have allegations of medium-sized groups of people, right? 10 to 15 to 20 people in a local community abusing children in a ritualistic way. Even if you got rid of the ritualistic part, even if someone goes, well, you know, the satanic, the satanic elements, they were a little overblown. <laughs> Those children were abused, though. You were right there, sir. That's just as bad. Even if you removed the window dressing, even if you had an investigation to go, well, they weren't saint worshippers, but they did run a child human trafficking scheme. That's not satanic panic. That's a crime, and those people should be prosecuted. And I think there was this big hand-wavy motion about, oh, look at how the fundamentalists were back then. Because that's really the narrative, right? They thought there was a saint worshiper behind every tree. Not every tree. Yeah, there were some people who overblew the accusations. They made it into this whole thing. But again, to say that none of it happened. And the weirdest thing is, it's like, we know this type of stuff happens today. So why do they just hand wave away everything that happened in the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s? We know that there are organized groups of people who trade photos and video and bodies of young children. They have these networks. We know these exist. So why is it so? Some ABC reporter, some high-level award-winning ABC journalist just got arrested for possession and trading of child porn. So, I mean, like, it exists. It happens. And to hand wave it all the way and say it's all made up, I just don't buy that. I don't buy that. And then we get a little example like this, you know. This is that entire movement distilled into a moment. Remove all of the trappings. Remove the pentagrams and the inverted crosses. If you take all of that out of those reports... The allegations themselves are disgusting and damning, 100%. And I've always been of the belief, this has always been my view of the satanic panic. If you were a part of this, just you were a bunch of sickos, right? And you wanted to do sick stuff, you would make it fantastical. Not, not because you're bored, not because you want to add a little pizzazz to your dungeon, but you would do crazy things. You would have like these weird imagery that you'd have the upside down crosses and the pentagrams and you would come in and you would be like, look at these pigs, look at these pigs we've killed, throwing guts on people. And then just do what you normally do to your victims. Do that normal, awful sex stuff. Because you know if they ever do 
tell the story about what happened, they're going to be like, yeah. And then like, there were all these dead pigs and he threw guts at me and the whole room was painted red and it had all this stuff. And people are going to go, that's not true. You're exaggerating. That's not true. You make the allegate, you make the scenario so ridiculous that boil it down to the crime. Just like the guy drinking deer blood. I don't care about that. The fact that he was poaching deer. That's the crime. Forget all the other wackadoodle stuff that's going on. Look at the crime. Was that crime committed? Yes or no? That's something that people who dismiss the satanic panic always do. They dismiss the crime. It's so bizarre to me. Army Hammer can get canceled over Instagram posts about him wanting to eat human ribs, which he posted, which he said, sure, is that a crime? No. I'm not pro-Army Hammer on this show, but I do think he wants to eat people, honestly. But what I'm saying is somebody says something like that, they can lose their career, but you can have allegation after allegation after allegation against... Powerful members in your community and people just dismiss it all because there is a pentagram in the background while they were abusing you. It's absolutely nuts. It's absolutely nuts the way they look at it. But here we got to look at a case that may actually be one of the verifiable real cases coming out of the satanic panic. And will we know more? I guess we'll find out if they arrest more people. But I'll say this. If I was ex-Utah County Attorney David Levitt, I'd be a very, very nervous man right now. Because he must know that the sheriff has their eyes on him. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be your email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash deadrabbitradio. TikTok is at deadrabbitradio. Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day. I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys. Peace.